0: Hello, friends. Welcome to Heidi's Colorful Colorado. I'm your host, Heidi Ginal, a wife, mom of four, CU Regent, and the founder of Camp Bow Wow and The She Factor. With a passion for keeping the spirit of our state alive and well, I started this podcast to bring the people of Colorado together to celebrate the amazing state we call home. Come along on this journey with me as I travel across our old country roads in my vintage RV, interviewing folks that embody the true spirit of the Rocky Mountains. From the Front Range to the Mile High City to the Wild West of Southern Colorado, we'll celebrate the history, beauty, and Coloradans that make this place the colorful state it is. Each week, you'll meet people trailblazing the way for an even more colorful future for us all, making a huge difference along the way. Are you ready for a Rocky Mountain ride? Let's do this, Colorado. Hello everyone. Welcome to Heidi's Colorful Colorado. I'm on Main Street in downtown Alamosa with my friend Kyle Woodward, the founder of Woody's Q Shack. So nice to have you here, Kyle. Yes,
1: Heidi. Thanks for having us here. And uh, thanks for being here. Actually, it's uh, fantastic. Actually, I've heard a lot about you, but it's nice meeting you in person.
0: Yeah, my husband actually is a good friend of yours. I'm from the barbecue circuit. You guys met on the competition trail, right?
1: We did. Um, I'll never forget the first time I met Jason. There was uh, a lot of adult beverages involved the first (laughs) time I met him. But yeah, that's where we met him. We hit it off right away. We've gotten along great ever since. Um, It was really cool watching him move into the restaurant world. And then uh, we kind of followed suit, and we actually model a lot of what we do in our restaurant after GQ in Denver. Oh, that's
0: nice. Jason will like that plug. Yeah, Yeah. Jason, I just had the brisket sandwich. It was really, really good. (laughs) It, it was, of course, about par with, with GQ. I have to say that, but yeah, it was good.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, my favorite sandwich in the world is actually at your restaurant. It's called the Meltdown. It's, and Jason knows that. Yeah, he knows it. Um, but it's, it is. It's one of my favorite sandwiches in the world. And ironically enough, I don't eat a lot of the food in our restaurant, um, just being around it all the time. I don't really crave it or, you know, I'm cooking it. I'm handling it, smelling it, filling it. I don't really eat a lot in our restaurant, but... The minute we go to Denver, about the only place that I want to go is GQ. Oh,
0: that's funny. That's great. Well, I think um, you guys have a really tight-knit community in the barbecue world. I didn't even know the Kansas City Barbecue Society existed before Jason started competing. There's like, what, 5,000 teams across the country?
1: Yeah, there's several teams, and it is. It's very tight-knit. Um, I was just in Greeley competing last week, and you, know, you see these guys on TV. Um, guys that make a lot of products we use, and they all just treat you like your best friends. And kind of what's cool about the barbecue competition world is that we're all really, really, really good buddies, but then we go and compete against each other. And we cheer each other on when we win. In fact, last week in Greeley when we won. um, Wait, say that again. (laughs) Who won? We did. We won uh, the first annual Greeley Blues Jam last week. Woody's Q Shack won it. But uh, I was sitting right next to Luton Booty out of Arizona and Bushmaster, who's actually out of Denver as well. In fact, he works for Proud Souls. And we were first, second, and third overall. And we were all three sitting right next to each other during awards, cheering each other on. And, you know, it's just, it's just, that's just how the barbecue community is. Um, you know, another example that I like to use a lot, I'm good friends with David Bosca, who owns Butcher Barbecue out of Oklahoma. And he's been uh, very instrumental in our business, as has Jason. Those are probably the two guys that I call on. Anytime that I need help or advice is either David Boskin in, in uh, Oklahoma or Jason up in Denver.
0: So, Kyle, do you do this like my husband does with me? Whenever we go on a trip anywhere, we have to go to every single barbecue restaurant in, in that city. Like Texas, I think I gained 10 pounds when we were there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. In fact, we're uh, we're in Missouri, St. Louis last summer with my kid. He was at a wrestling camp and uh, got a hotel right next to Sugarfire Barbecue. <laughs> Uh, one night we didn't have anything to do, so we drove the three hours down to Kansas City to eat at Slaps. So, yeah, when we go out of town, we definitely hit up the barbecue joints.
0: How did you get into cooking barbecue? Uh,
1: it's such a funny story. I'll tell you real quick. Um, when Michelle and I first got married, uh, she was, you know, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? I didn't really have any idea. I'm not big on gifts. So I said, eh, get me a turkey fryer. I like to cook, and I've always liked to cook. When I was a little kid, I'd be in the kitchen with my mom. so. Um, it was tradition, and it still is. We eat dinner with my parents every Sunday evening. And we went out to my parents' house for dinner, and we had these pork chops. I told my dad, what did you do to those things? They were fantastic. He said, oh, I cooked them on my smoker. I said, what a smoker? Take me out and show me. Well, he had this little Traeger out there. So we came in the house, and I told Michelle, I don't want a turkey fryer. I want a smoker for Christmas. So I just became infatuated with it. She got me one. She got me a little Traeger for Christmas. I became infatuated with it. Um, one thing led to another I started cooking for my friends and at the time we were in the cell phone business we actually owned five AT&T wireless dealerships throughout the state but I'd start cooking for my friends um, doing a little bit of catering here and there and finally this is too much work I'm not doing it for free I'm gonna turn this into a catering business so I did Um, we went out to a a restaurant and catering class in Oklahoma and uh, came back started just a catering only business and then that's when I started competing and that's when I met Jason Um, So we just catered only strictly for like three years. Eventually the catering business grew enough. So we bought a trailer that I still have, I compete out of it, but I run it actually as a food truck um, a couple days a week as well. Um, So during this time, like I said, we're still in the cell phone business, AT&T called us one day and they just said, we're going to not renew your contract, which was totally blew us away. We've been in the business for over 20 years so michelle said what are we gonna do and i said we've got this trailer let's start selling selling sell barbecue as a full on a full-time basis so we started in the trailer and it just continued to grow and grow and grow and then we moved into a brick and mortar
0: oh my gosh what a story and you guys are very popular very popular in alamosa but kind of known statewide
1: yeah it's uh the competition world has helped us statewide but it's it's really cool we were getting people into the restaurant work we're, we're uh, located really close to new mexico really close to pueblo um Salida, Buena Vista, but we have people that come down here quite often. They're actually turning into regular customers from Taos, New Mexico, from Salida, Pueblo, um, over in La Vida. So we're starting to see people come to our restaurant from farther away just than the San Luis Valley.
0: You know, Kyle, one thing I like to tell young people in my role as a region or with my company, She Factor, is you got to find your passion, your sweet spot in life. Seems like you've done that. What advice do you have for young people You know, to, on that path?
1: If you're going to go into something go for it. Go full board. Go in 100%. Don't go in half speed. Don't do things um, at a half paced way. I mean, if you're going to do it, if you're going to do something, do it right.
0: Yeah, I agree. And it sure is nice and fun and playful to get up every day with a hop in your step doing what you love, right?
1: It is. When I was in the cell phone business, there were days at the end. I mean, we started out as cellular one way back in the day. And then uh, Altel Wireless bought out Cellular One. Eventually, we became the, the largest Altel wireless dealer in the country in terms of volume, not in the amount of stores, but in terms of volume, the amount of phones we were selling. And then at and bought out Alltel Wireless. And when AT&T bought Altel, we were just a little ant in their big pool. Um, and there were days, honestly, there towards the end with at and where I'd wake up and just think, something please happen, either close us down, uh, yeah let somebody come in and buy us out something needed to happen I needed to change and uh, they did AT&T they just pulled the carpet right out from underneath us and we don't know why we still don't know why and it doesn't matter because I love absolutely love what I do right now
0: I call that barbecue divine intervention
1: (laughs) I agree we had the trailer so it was easy Michelle she was freaked out oh my god what are we going to do and I said we're going to sell barbecue full-time we'll make it we'll be fine and
0: that sounds like uh, somebody telling me that doggy daycare was a bad idea and i shouldn't do it
1: <laughs> yeah and i know the story of that too and uh very envious and and it's i'm, I'm actually very proud to know you in fact my friends that were just here while you're interviewing michelle i was telling them the story of camp bow wow and um how everything became about with you and it's one of the coolest stories that i've ever heard oh
0: thanks kyle that's really nice all right so tell me a little bit about alamosa and why you
1: love this community so much i love the community because it's really tight-knit it's a small community um, we know a lot of people i'm not big on, on i'm not a big large city guy but what i like is it's very tight-knit um, michelle and i actually met in pueblo i was living in pueblo at the time that's pueblo was centrally located to all of our cell phone stores and uh, when we were getting ready to have our first kid we said let's move back to alamosa because We know a lot of people in Alamosa and the nice thing about Alamosa and having kids is Somebody it might not be us, you know, when our kids grow older somebody will always be looking out for our kids They'll be being watched whether we know that or not Um, But that's really what I like about it. It's very tight-knit small community. We know a lot of people and, and It's home to me. This is where I was born and raised and it's it's home.
0: That's awesome. Um, All right, talk a little bit more about Colorado and go bigger. So you love Alamoso. What's the spirit of Colorado to you? What does it mean to be from Colorado?
1: From Colorado, uh, I love the outdoors, and I think that's kind of cliche to say. But Colorado as a state is kind of like Alamoso within the state. It's actually, um, it's not that big of a state. We know people all over the state, and uh, the friendliness of people you know you can go anywhere really in Colorado and be treated as family whether you are family or not and that's really what I like about it um, I'll tell you another funny story and I'm sorry if I get long-winded but when Michelle and I were dating she would always say I want to live in New York City someday and I was like oh my god I want to marry this girl but I don't want to live in New York City so I got the bright idea so I, I I'll I'll take this little creed girl and we'll go to, on vacation to New York City for a week so we did and we came home and said I don't want to ever live there so, <laughs> That was smart of you.
0: <laughs> that's funny.
1: Um all right, Kyle, to to end things off,
0: what's what's the most Colorado thing you've ever done?
1: The most Colorado thing I've ever done. Jeez. Probably cook barbecue at eleven thousand feet in elevation. <laughs>
0: yeah. And win barbecue competitions in our state.
1: Yeah, yeah, in uh Leadville we competed at we went to a contest in Leadville and it's eleven thousand feet in elevation. I didn't do any good because I wasn't prepared for the elevation. But yeah, I would say that's Either that or uh, I used to be big time into riding snowmobiles and we'd go on um, like midnight snowmobile rides. So when there's a full moon, it lights up the mountains just like it's daytime. And and that was pretty cool to do. We'd go, we'd start riding at like 10 o'clock at night and be up there till 2 or 3 in the morning.
0: That's a good one. I haven't heard that one yet, but you're right. It's beautiful, like up on Rabbit Ears Pass and those different areas.
1: Yeah, it's totally the full moon. Anytime there was a full moon, we'd go up there and ride. And it was uh, that was some of the favorite times that I ever had when I was snowmobiling.
0: Kyle, is there a way people can follow you online if they don't live in Alamosa, Woody's Q Shack, or your own personal Instagram or Facebook?
1: Yeah, both. Um, we're big time into social media. In fact, that's the only way that we advertise. I don't do print or radio advertising, it's just all social media. So we're on Facebook and Instagram as Woody's Q Shack, um, and then our website is Woody's Q as well
0: great well everybody follow kyle and absolutely come down here and get some of kyle and michelle's barbecue you guys do a fantastic job i can personally say i have a lot of experience in that area <laughs> as a <Yep>. taster <laughs> the brisket sandwich was outrageous i've got the pork sandwich ready for me after this interview so hey, thank you that
1: means a lot we appreciate it and uh like i said i mean i'm not telling you this because you're jason's wife but he has been such a help to us and even when you walked in the restaurant the way that we run our line is pretty much, you know, we, we try to emulate a lot of what Jason does. So it, the, our success, we can tr- contribute quite a bit of our success to Jason. And I know he's such a cool guy. Anytime that I need help, I call him and ask him for advice. And he's always very willing to answer his phone. And, you know, it's, we owe a lot to Jason.
0: If only he would take out
1: the trash that easily.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Just> kidding, <Jason. laughs> thanks, uh, Kyle, it's great to have you. Yeah, thanks for having us. And, and thanks for coming to Alamosa.
0: Thank you for joining us today on Heidi's Colorful Colorado. If you enjoyed this conversation, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And definitely follow me on Instagram to keep up with my latest adventures. In the meantime, happy trails from me, Heidi Ganahl.